So the question is, when implementing flexibility globally, specifically within Asia, how do you manage that when, when work weeks are, can be up to 80 hours a week? Uh, well, the, the good news for us is one of our, um, the pilot that we did in Asia was because the executive who is um, in charge of Asia very much wanted to put a flexibility program in place. So we did the pilot there. The only thing that I would say is um, you have to deal with every country's different legal issues. And so you're completely right. Shameless uh, promotion for my colleague over here. Um, you, you really have to check what the, um, what the laws are in each country. We were fortunate. I think one of the things that was helpful was during the um, epidemic in China, we were one of the few countries that didn't have to shut down because we had our employees work from home. And we then were able to tell that story to other companies in China, and it helped us increase our business. So uh, remember the, the SARS epidemic? Yep. We, we were one of the few um, organizations that went business as usual uh, because everyone could work from home. And so I think we, we um, crossed that bridge early on. Uh, so we have a lot of receptivity in terms of general flexibility. We've had one challenge um, with a job share situation. An employee wanted to do a job share. The manager didn't think that was really anything that we could possibly do. So we left that up to that same executive to say, make a decision, and if it's okay with you, we'll help that manager get over the hurdle, and that's what we did. So we saved that employee who was going to leave if they couldn't get into a, a flexible work week. So we haven't had a challenge with it. Well, and the distributed workforce is also something that came out of 9-11. I know a lot of Wall Street firms were hit by the fact that everyone was in an environment. So from a data recovery, from ability to service your clients, um, from a safety perspective, it, the distributed workforce has been a strategy for lots of good reasons. Other questions? Can I, can I answer the um, one thing about the Asian countries, which is, it varies, of course, depending on the country, but um, but one of the, um, if you go to Japan, the first thing that they tell you when you get off the plane is the birth rate. When you go to Singapore, the first thing that they tell you is 2.4, now two, you know, um, I mean 1.4, 1.3, whatever the birth rate is. And that has been a very compelling reason for um, at least some countries in Asia to pay a lot of attention to, to, to uh, flexibility because um, because the their population is aging, the birth rate is low, the birth rate is low in also a number of countries in Europe. And um, in the Nordic countries, which have long had um, much more flexibility than other parts of the world, uh, they they don't they do not have the lower birth rates that other parts of the world do, and people are beginning to learn from each other's global experience. Absolutely. 